hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello, welcome to episode number seven. So looking forward to diving into this conversation with you today. Thank you for being here and you and your presence are an inspiration for me to keep showing up and participating in this conversation with you. So thank you for that. And I've got a couple of things to share with you. First of all, an invitation to a free event that I am putting on next month. It's going to be really cool. Everyone's invited, of course, including you and everyone you know. (laughs) Uh, So I'll be telling you all about that and we'll be talking more about that because I'm going to be diving into uh, the topic, a similar topic in today's podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a kind of call to action something that you can apply in your own life, in your own body, in your own mind, and see what fruit it bears. So with that, let's get started. This week, I want to talk about preparing for the future and particularly preparing for 2022, because here we are, we're a month away from the new year. And this is the time in which to start thinking about the new year and preparing for it. Now, I know there are a lot of people out there that don't like to acknowledge the new year, don't like to think very much about the future at all. And if that's you, I totally understand it. You know, especially if in relation to the new year, you have historically experienced a lot of disappointment or unmet expectations around goals or wishes or things like that for the new year, then it would seem to make a lot of sense to not get very excited about it, right? It would appear that that would be the most logical thing, reasonable as well, uh, thing to do. And I've totally been there before at this place where it's like, you know, I'm not really interested in experiencing failure again, so I'm not even going to bother, right? (laughs) And it seems so logical and reasonable. But I've learned some things over the years that I want to share with you, in particular, how to frame your expectations in a way that is non-threatening, right? Because so many of us create expectations for ourselves in our lives that come with an attachment to success or failure, to being a successful person or a failure as a person, or success or failure in terms of what we want to uh, experience or realize in our life, like a change or something like that. And so the idea of setting a goal or even having a desire can produce all these feelings of trepidation and concern and anxiety. And I completely and totally 
can relate to that because I spent most of my life there. So I want to share that different frame with you in a little bit, but you know, first I just want to talk about why I think it's so important to be able to dream, to have a desire, to want change in your life and to feel that change is possible, right? Um, whether you're, you know, in a good situation or not, I think that this aspect of our human nature is essential to our well-being. You know, we have these parts of ourselves, these brains, these imaginations that like to create possibilities. They like to see potential. They like to, you know, as children, the, the child's mind is always imagining worlds and playing with the imagination. And we do this as adults, we continue to do this in certain realms and we cut ourselves off from it in other areas of our life. And in one of the ways that we often tend to cut ourselves off from it is just re-envisioning our own day-to-day life, you know, who we are and who we can potentially become. This is also so important when it comes to chronic and persistent pain. It's huge to be able to envision a change and another possibility. And it can also seem extremely challenging when you've experienced a lot of failure or setback, or you've experienced a lot of people making suggestions as to what you can expect, like limited or just unhelpful or unhopeful suggestions about what's possible for you. It can be very, very challenging to live or uh, imagine beyond your current circumstances. But it's so important because there is this critical link between your mind and your body and how you perceive your body, how you think about your body has an incredible uh, amount of impact on how you feel your body and whether or not your nervous system decides to create a pain signal or not, or register a sensation as pain or not, how you're perceiving sensations, how you're perceiving your situation has a direct and massive impact on your pain levels direct and massive. (laughs) So you can see why it would be so important to be able to envision other possibilities. And I'm sure if you've experienced pain for a while, you can feel the challenge of that as well. And the reason I want to acknowledge 2022 is I think it's really time for us to evolve our current situation. So for a long time now, (laughs) a lot longer than we initially anticipated, we have been living in this unknown state of affairs where, you know, everything kind of got the rug got pulled out from under our feet with this pandemic, this world health economic crises, everything went, you know, bonkers. And we entered it with this expectation that it would end, that there would be at some point a return to what previously was normal. 
And it's gone on long enough that yes, there is a degree that we have accepted each of us as normal that originally was different, now is normal. Yet many people are continuing to live in this kind of anticipatory state, like, all right, how much longer do I have to hang on in this stagnated place before I can start to rely on normal again or take action or live my life the way that I want to again? And this again comes up so much for people with pain when you are in a situation and you have something come up in your body and you have this concept of your, especially if you have the concept of your mind and body being separated and having no control over what happens in your body, right? And what you feel and perceive in your body, then of course you feel uh, like you have to wait of course you would feel like things have to be resolved before you can you know, move on with your life. And this is a helpful because this whole period has helped us, can help us if we look to it for information, if we're curious about how it, we can find use out of this challenging situation, we can see that for many of us, we were really living in this place where, you know, naturally we expected things to be a certain way, our external circumstances to a certain degree, we relied upon them. And then when everything changed, what it has allowed us the opportunity to see is that we cannot rely on those external circumstances, nor should we. That in fact, This is an opportunity to connect into our internal state of affairs and really get clear on where we can find solid ground within ourselves so that whatever happens in the world around us, whatever happens in our circumstances, there is a solid place within us that we can return to, where we can have a sense of wherewithal in our own bodies, in our own minds, right? And when you're operating from that place, there's so much more that you can do if you're not waiting, if you don't need to wait for other things, uh, external things that are outside of your control, then you can do so much more right away. So you can see that all of this has to do with how you're perceiving your own situation and how you are thinking about it, whether you're living at cause or effect, whether you are sitting in the back seat of your own life or getting in and getting behind the wheel. And one of the most important ways that you can do this is by starting to dream again, if you've stopped by starting to envision something in your life that you want to change, that you want to manifest, that you want to create, that you want to experience however you want to think about it. Because everything in your life that you create is born out of your thoughts, 
And this is true for every human. Every human creation begins in their mind as an idea, as a thought, as an imagination, as a fantasy, you know? Now, for some of you, just thinking about that is inspiring and great. (laughs) Some of you are going to be like, I don't want to think about that. I don't even want to go there because I don't know how to do that without fear. So let me talk a little bit about how to create a safe frame so that you can create from a place of safety over a place of, or instead of, uh, from this place of like competing with yourself, right? Or competing with your idea of, of what should happen. And this is the key, right? It's, it's the idea of it. It's all about how you're thinking, what you're expecting in your mind. So here's the thing. If everything that you create is related to the way that you're thinking about it, everything that you perceive relates to the way that you're thinking about it, of course, right? Everything that you perceive is through the filter of how you think, or you might call it your belief structure, how you're believing in that moment. Now, most of us operate without realizing what we're thinking. We just have an idea or a reaction, and we don't even often realize what is happening, like what's the, the framework that, or the lens that we're looking from. We just see reality. You know, we just see people. We don't see ourselves or perceive ourselves perceiving, right? Here we go, meta. But you can. (laughs) You can perceive yourself perceiving. Take a moment. Listen to this podcast as you're listening to this podcast. What are you looking at? See it. See also what's happening on your periphery. Can you become aware of that visual information? Can you become aware of the sense of light and the sense of color that's entering your brain? What are you thinking about where you are right now? Your subconscious is registering where you are in space. So go ahead and note that. Go ahead and note where you are and what you're thinking, feeling, sensing about it. Perceive yourself perceiving. Now, every time you have a thought, you can consider that thought. You can consider the effect, the impact, the direction that that thought takes you in. Now, this isn't something that you want to do all the time, every moment of your life, right? I'm not necessarily advocating that. But when it comes to things that you want to be intentional about, when it comes to areas of your life uh, that you want to make changes in, then this is the time 
where you can bring this level of conscious awareness into your perception, into the moment. So if everything that you create in your life comes from a thought, then you can approach your thought. If you you approach your life with this awareness, then you can actually look to what you're creating to find out what you're thinking. (laughs) I know that seems in one way so obvious, but look, of course, the trick is to be able to see your actions, to be able to view your, uh, what you're creating. Because again, that's kind of the water in which we swim. But what's so wonderful about this is that it's the difference between observing and judging. Or it's the difference between curiosity or berating. Right? Normally, our default mode is in judgment, self-judgment, judging others, or f- faulting ourselves, faulting others, berating ourselves, you know, especially when we don't meet our own expectations. But what if instead of seeing those um, unmet expectations as an opportunity to examine your expectations or examine something about that the way that you're thinking about whatever it is that you're working on, intending to change, that is that window of opportunity to grow. And when you see all of your actions in that light, that they can reveal to you your thinking, they can actually help you to get closer to the you that you want to be, to the authentic you that wants to express themselves in this or that way in the world, right? The you that lives without all the judgment, the you that moves forward toward their dreams, for their desires, that has an idea about how they want to experience the world in their body, how they want to experience their body, use, move, live in their body, and is willing to move forward with intention according to that will or that desire, rather than the you that lives limited by the circumstances. So I have, I have this interesting thing that I want to share because I know that on one level, sometimes ideas like these are really easy to deny and get angry at, especially when you've been living with pain. And this is where I always like to look at, I invite you to look at your situation and really openly and honestly ask yourself, 
how much time have I spent with my body and with pain in my body? Also with a sense of open curiosity, of a willingness to explore other aspects of what this may mean. Or how, how much of this time have I spent felt trapped, felt helpless, felt like it's out of my control and I can't do anything. Nobody can help me. And really be honest with yourself here because this doesn't have anything to do with me. It's all about you and your life and what you want and how you want to feel in your own life. I get it if it seems hard at first. And the wonderful thing about this process is that really, honestly and truly, living uh, inside this lens of judgment is way harder. And if you are currently living inside that frame of feeling trapped, feeling limited, feeling like you don't have any control, feeling like a failure or judging yourself or judging others. If you're really living there, then you're looking at the situation I'm describing through that lens. And so it can seem very challenging because it is coming through that lens. But in fact, when you practice it, when you lean into it, that starts to dissolve and you start to really experience the feeling in your body of curiosity. And you can listen back to all of the podcasts up until now to start to get a sense of what, if you haven't yet, right? If this podcast is new to you, listen back. And there's lots of techniques that I talk about with you being able to put this into action and really play and explore, like play. What it seems so like anomalous, the idea of playing with your situation of chronic pain. In some ways, I think play is like the literal antidote to chronic pain. It's the hardest thing to do. Like literally, it's the last thing that most people feel like doing is being playful when you're in pain. Um, but it is also can be the most powerful antidote, which I have experienced in my own life. And when I say play, I don't mean play like a little kid, although that might be playful and desirable for you, but play in the way that is, you know, desirable for you in that moment. So sometimes that just looks like following your curiosity. That just looks like dreaming, fantasizing. (laughs) I... I, the way I play as an adult is nothing like the way I played as a kid, but, um, invite yourself to explore with that potential. So here's just as a quick recap about that before I ask you this final question and invite you to consider this final piece is just to remember that as you move forward into this space of envisioning what you want for your body. So you could take this very, very specifically 
And you could take this into one action. I want to envision myself doing this particular action with ease and lightness. I want to envision myself um, playing with my children. I want to envision myself getting in and out of my car or going down the stairs or getting out of bed, whatever it is, and envision that very specific action as you desire it to be, as you desire to experience it. And this isn't a passive thing where you like go, oh, oh, waiting for the universe to align around me. No, you envision it actively and you seek to create it. Well, how can I? I envision it and how can I play with this vision? How can I play with this uh, in my imagination that I want to actually create in my lived experience? Okay. And then you get your creative juices going and flowing, that which is really at the heart of the human spirit. And that anything, any task or idea that you set for yourself, that any intention creates new opportunities. There is no failure unless you perceive it. There is no success unless you perceive it. Yeah. I find that one really challenging at times. <laughs> but it's literally true. It's literally true. I think a lot of us find that really challenging because we live in such a success-oriented society and a very um, black and white in that sense, a very either or, right? So it's, it's not like this is like, you know, necessarily easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's simple, but it takes time and practice. Mind work takes time and practice. Okay. So with that, what I now want to put to you is this question ask yourself, what do I want to create in my life? How do you want to apply this in your life? What do you want to create? What do you want to manifest? What do you want to evolve? Don't necessarily go straight to the change, but just to the, like the result but just to the area or the chain, the kind of change that you want to generate. Right now, if you notice yourself experiencing doubt, okay, <laughs> just notice that. Don't let it swallow the desire too quickly. Allow any of the other feelings to be there. Acknowledge them, but come back gently. Come back to the desire. Yeah. Just hold it gently in your mind, in your heart, in your hands, in your body. Now, as you hold this, there's all kinds of things that are going to happen, right? <laughs> all kinds of things that you're not anticipating. And each one of them is an opportunity to really get to know what you're thinking. 
Now, here's the invitation that I want to put out there for you. As you go forward in this process, it can be really challenging when things come up that upset you or upset your progress as you perceive it. It can be really challenging to feel and to see, you know, where that's coming from, right? What's happening because we so quickly default to self-judgment. It can be really hard to see, well, what is the kernel of thought that is, you know, in the background? So here's what I want to offer you. Next month, I am giving a free workshop on this process that I've created to help you to become aware of your thinking so that you can see the frame, so that you can actually feel the belief structure, observe how it affects your life, your actions, your choices, your physical body, and then play with it. And inside that awareness, you get this opportunity to, um, to change, to allow space for change to happen organically and just play with that. So you can do this process, of course, on your own. And if you want to come in and if you want to get support on top of that, then come into the free workshop that I'm doing next month. Of course, there's going to be a link in the show notes and I'll tell you all about it in a minute. But the idea here, remember, is that you move forward from a place of observation, open curiosity, and from within that frame of thinking, so much is possible. There are no dead ends. There are no closed doors. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. Stay tuned to find out all the details for signing up for the workshop. I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. If you want to get powerful insight into your own mind and learn more about the mind-body connection in your life, then make sure you sign up for the free workshop. There are two. The first one is Saturday, December 4th, and the second one is Wednesday, December 8th. You need to sign up in order to get the link to join. So make sure you do that. It's totally free. Everyone is invited. You'll find a link to sign up in the show notes. Or if you're on my mailing list, be on the lookout for information there. Or you can always have a look at www.movetonourish.com. That's move, T-O, nourish.com. Nourish.com.